0: Welcome to the very first edition of the Storyteller Podcast, Kids Edition. In this podcast, you'll hear a wide variety of magical tales, each one written and told by me, Adam James. This first episode is based off one of my very first books. Now let's get started. I was running through the forest, part one. I was running through the forest and I hit a tree, but I got back up, it didn't bother me. And when I got back up... Nothing seemed the same, and I thought I heard the forest call me by my name. Lulu, Lulu, and I swear I heard it say, like a whisper in my ear.
1: Come, run through my forest, for you have nothing to fear.
0: But I was scared and afraid, for I'd never been this way. But the forest called again. And it had this to say, Don't be afraid. Find your courage deep within. Take a chance on your dreams. Let your journey begin. And when it said those words, millions of leaves began to fall, floating down all around me from the branches oh so tall. The long grass blew and a tiny star fell from the sky I felt a rush of courage, which somehow made me cry. I've never felt so brave as that single tear dropped from my eye, glowing like a sunbeam running down my thigh. It rolled over my foot until it hit the ground, causing an explosion of light with a thunderous sound. Instantly a golden pathway laid before me now, a magical beaming trail, and I have no idea how. I stood there amazed and in shock, but somehow not afraid, when a song began to sing, and this is how it played. Dreams are only dreams, unless you act, so give it a try. Take a chance on yourself, don't let this opportunity pass you by. So I went running through the forest, when suddenly I fell into a stream where I swam with the fishes, the turtles, and creatures you've never seen. I started to swim to the surface when I heard something say this. Grab hold of my tentacles, said the glowing jellyfish. Don't be afraid. I promise I won't sting. Just hold on. I'll show you, she continued to sing so I grabbed on and held tight, its tentacles squished in my hand. The jellyfish rushed me to a glowing coral palace that was oh so grand. We went through a bright pink archway and passed by an underwater choir. The horns blasted in celebration until we arrived at the one they called Sire.
1: Behold, King Irlanda, the ruler of this stream and all you see. The greatest turtle to ever live, and will there ever be.
0: On a beautiful throne sat a giant turtle, when suddenly I heard a loud bell. It seemed to wake the sleeping king, who then stuck his head out from inside his shell. He slowly opened his eyes one at a time while smacking his big, dark lips. Well, hello. I'm King Arlanda, who myself has been on many trips. I'm
1: glad you came to my kingdom, but I'm afraid your visit is at an end. You need to get back to the surface, where you'll find more air on which you depend.
0: But before you go, I'll give you a present." And he handed me a white glowing stone. Keep this with you on your journey, and any darkness will soon be known. And with that I grabbed hold of the jellyfish's tentacles, and the trumpets let out with a blare. We hurried up to the stream's surface, where I gasped for some air. I said goodbye to the large white jellyfish, and climbed back onto my feet. I found myself excited to continue, wondering who next I might meet. Now where is that golden path, was the first thing that I thought.
2: It's right over there,
0: said a creature I couldn't spot.
2: Down here,
0: said a caterpillar, hidden on a pink flower.
2: If you ever get lost, just ask. Anywhere, or any hour.
0: Well, thank you, I will. But how will I find you wherever I go?
2: Just search and think for help, and then you'll always know.
0: I looked up at the golden path, then down again and the caterpillar was gone. Like magic, he disappeared, so I decided to continue on. I went running through the forest, when suddenly I fell from a cliff and dropped into a deep, dark lake. I sunk quickly to the bottom, where I couldn't see anything for heaven's sake. I was scared and alone, and it was so dark I didn't know which way to go panic began to creep in, when I noticed a slight glow. It was coming from inside my pocket, the glowing stone from the king, how could I forget? So I took it out and it lit up the lake, revealing the most beautiful thing yet. All around me were seahorses, crabs, and even mermaids swimming in every direction. In the distance, I could see a vast, spiraled palace, which I thought needed more inspection. I heard a shriek like a siren as one of the mermaids brushed by my side.
2: I see you have King Irelanda's glowstone, so there is no point in me trying to hide. We are the mermaids of the lake, now come to the palace and meet our queen. Her name is Israbina, and she is the most beautiful creature you've ever seen.
0: While she said that, more mermaids came over, all circling me and tugging at my clothes. I didn't know what to do, so I just watched as I nervously froze. They circled me faster and faster, until I started to spin. I could tell we were moving with great speed, but I couldn't tell where we had been. Abruptly we came to a stop, and I was so dizzy that my vision was blurred. It was too dark, and I had lost my glowstone, until this is what I heard. Fear not, you're in my hidden palace she said, placing the glowstone in my hand. I squeezed it tight, gathering my bearings, while I tried to stand. I'm glad they brought you to me. I haven't had a visitor in an age. Sometimes I can get lonely, for secrecy can feel like a cage. Her long hair floated all around me, and she was so beautiful it's hard to explain. Every feature was perfectly wonderful and she had nothing that would be considered plain. Her mermaid tail shimmered and sparkled and was made of every color and more. I stared at her spiral coral necklace. That was the most beautiful thing that she wore. Do you like it? If you do, I could make it yours. I'll trade you my necklace for your glowstone, which you can use to open hidden doors. She took it off and held it closer. And i could tell the necklace was shaped like a key you'll need this on your journey ahead and i'll need your glowstone so my next visitor can see now i'm afraid you better get going i can tell you need some air. hop on my fastest seahorse she will take you quickly there the queen made some clicking noises and a large white glowing seahorse swam over and i grabbed on i handed isabina the glowstone put on the necklace, and we were gone. We rushed through the flowing forest of soft seaweed, which lit up in every color with our touch. We moved so fast through the long underwater tunnels, and I held on with my tightest clutch. Finally, we shot out of the water, flying high up into the air. The seahorse bucked me off, which gave me quite a scare. I flew high above the treetops before hurling towards the ground, I was scared and let out a scream before hitting a soft, squishy mound. What's this? A pile of mushrooms? How could they all get here? Strange noises were all around me, and all I could feel was fear. disturbs our yummy yummies I heard many scary voices say so I stood up as quickly as I could and I began running on my way I went running through the forest and I stumbled over some more mushrooms underneath there was a village of pixies and a palace with three thousand rooms I laid there in wonder watching the little pixies fly to and fro alarm bells rang out and one of them asked me if I was friend or foe. Well, I'm a friend, of course. I don't mean you any harm. Soldiers flew out of the palace, and one of them poked me in my arm. Hey, that hurts! Please don't stab me with your sharp spear. I just fell down and saw your kingdom. You have nothing to fear. At that moment, some horns blew, and an entourage of pixies exited the main palace way. They all wore long, flowing robes, and flew over to me carrying a sleigh. On top of the sleigh there was a throne where sat what looked like a child. They flew him right next to my eyes, where he looked at me and smiled. Oh, good, you're not a goblin.
2: You're a human, I can tell. I'm Prince Zuma. My people were confused and rang the alarm bell. I'm sorry, we're at war with the goblins because they continue to ruin our homes. They steal and eat the mushrooms and chased off our protectors, the gnomes. I feel we will all be destroyed if the gnomes don't come back soon. You must get them to return or
0: we'll all be dead before the next full moon. But, but I don't know any gnomes and how will I get them to come back? Give them this map to our lands.
2: Then tell them to follow the dotted track. The goblins tricked them once and now they're lost in the forest somewhere. Find the frog king Lolo Linus. He will guide you there. But but how will I find this frog king? I, I don't even know which way to go. Just continue running through the forest. You will fall upon him, this I know. And when you do, use your key for his kingdom is hidden away. Now take this striped worm with you because this is how you will pay. For your help, I will reward you with this pouch of pixie dust. Use it on anything grumpy. Now go, find the gnomes you must!
0: I put the worm in my pocket, and the pixie dust around my neck. The pixies all said goodbye, and I continued on my trek. Goodbye!
2: Goodbye! 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 Goodbye Mr. Giant!
0: I kept running through the forest, determined to find the gnomes that very day. I ran as fast as I could, when suddenly I fell over something blocking the way. That's strange. I know that big log wasn't there before. So I bent down and looked it over, when I could see what looked like a hidden door. Hello? Is anyone in there? I said, as I knocked three times. Inside the log there was no answer, but I swear I heard some chimes. I knocked again and still no answer, but then I remembered the mermaid queen. She said there would be hidden doorways. This must be what she didn't mean. The chimes continued from within as I brushed off the moss from the log. I stuck my key in one of the holes and it opened and there was a frog. He sat on a throne under a canopy while another frog brought him his crown. There were bugs of all shapes and sizes who all faced him while they bowed down. Two other frogs stood to his right, blowing trumpets as they peered inside.
2: Hello, I'm Ying Lolo Linus. With our door open, it's impossible to hide.
0: Oh, hello, King. My name is Lou, and I was wondering if you knew where the gnomes are. The Pixie Prince sent me to find them, and I've been searching and have run very far.
2: yes, yes, I know where the gnomes are. They were tricked by the goblins and are lost to the west. I could guide you to them. It's not a problem, The payment first would be best.
0: I remembered what the pixie prince told me, so I pulled out the striped worm. The king opened his mouth wide open and slurped it down while it tried to squirm.
2: Yummy. Striped worms are my favorite, so gooey and slimy in all the right ways. This beetle will guide you to the gnomes. This forest can be quite amazed.
0: When he said that, one of the bowing beetles took flight, leaving the log and flying away. I yelled out goodbye and thank you before running to catch him. I couldn't stay. I ran as fast as I could trying to catch the beetle as it darted in between the trees. I pushed through the branches and bushes, but then slipped on some leaves. I started to stand up when I heard a voice from behind me. No,
2: don't crush us, little giant,
0: it said with a plea.
2: This is my family, and we are lost and afraid,
0: said the largest gnome. Don't be afraid, I'm a human, and I'm here to guide you home. They all had red pointy hats and bright red hair with freckles on their faces. I could tell they were very frightened, and had probably been to many unknown places. I know you were tricked by the goblins and are lost. The pixie prince told me and gave me this map. He said if you follow this dotted track, you'll get home. And with that, they all started to clap.
2: We We are the the gnomes of the forest, forest. and me you wasn't I, said. Because, because you have helped us, us find my home, home, we will, we will sing and show you this dance. dance.
0: And with that, the little gnome jumped on his sister, who then jumped on her mother and said, Goblins are gross, so we
2: will kill them, and soon they will all be dead.
0: The father then picked up the others, juggling them one, two, and three. He then tossed them in perfect spirals, high up into a tree.
2: At first we thought you were a giant, but now we know that's not true. We hope you like our performance, because we sure like you.
0: The gnomes then jumped from the tree, landing on their father and stacked so tall. They wobbled and wiggled so much, and I was sure they were about to fall. They then leaped off each other's shoulders, flipping through the air, rolling on the ground. As I stood silently there, each of them stood up straight and bowed. Their performance seemed to be at an end. They took off their long pointy hats and said I was now their friend. Because you have been lost and wandering so much, I was hoping you might know the way out. I've lost the golden pathway and I'm supposed to get home by dinner, which I'm really starting to doubt.
2: Don't worry, our pet will show you the way. If he moves too fast, just follow his slimy trail. Run until you reach the meadow with many blue flowers. I'm confident you will prevail.
0: The little man opened his belt buckle, and a snail slowly peeked out his head. It slimed its way over to me, until this is what it said.
2: I might look slow, and even talk slow too, but trust me when I say... I'm much faster than you you're lucky I'm slimy and leave a trail of goo because I'm so fast I'll soon be
0: out of view with that the snail darted off moving much faster than I could run I've never seen anything move so quick and I'm sure faster snails there are none Luckily, it left a pink slimy mess, which made it easy for me to follow. The trail passed right through a huge fallen tree, which I ran inside because it was hollow. When I came out, there was a field of blue flowers, and you'll never guess what I could see. Just past the meadow was the golden path, right where the gnome said it would be. I ran through the forest field towards the path, when all of a sudden I tumbled over a horn. To my surprise and utter disbelief, up jumped a unicorn. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. I didn't see you sleeping there. She was white and very beautiful, and had leaves all on her hair. That's okay. I was just napping, and needed to wake up anyway.
2: Besides, it's not your fault. Your path goes right through where I usually lay. I never see humans this deep in the forest. You must be very brave. If you want, I'll give you a ride. A lot of time you could
0: save. That's very kind of you, yes, but where is it that you'll go i'm supposed to follow this pathway which heads towards that rainbow perfect that's where i'm going rainbow grass is my favorite to eat it's a magical type of grass
2: that i need and can only be found where the rainbow's
0: complete the unicorn crouched down and i climbed atop. i grabbed her mane and held on tight she galloped towards the rainbow when it felt like we took flight I looked down and saw her hoofs were floating just slightly above the ground. As we moved faster, I could barely hold on when I heard a thunderous sound. We were going quicker than the speed of sound, moving at over 770 miles per hour. The unicorn started to glow, and I could tell she was using all her power. I felt like I was going to fall off, and I yelled out, Please slow down, you're going too fast! I put my head down and held on tight, all I could see was light beams fly past. I closed my eyes and held my breath when I heard the unicorn softly neigh. This is the edge of the rainbow, I'll drop you off here if that's okay. I opened my eyes with relief as the sprint had finally come to an end. Riding a unicorn is much scarier than I imagined and it's not something I'd recommend. Thank you for your help, I hope you enjoy your afternoon meal. I must be going now. That ride was quite surreal. You're welcome and goodbye. Make sure you run through the rainbow before you go.
2: I've heard it's possible to find treasure there. Treasure you might soon know.
0: So I continued to run through the forest, but I strayed from the path just a bit. I ran through the rainbow like she said, when I heard something throw a fit. Ah, Blast you! Watch where you're going! You knock over me pot of gold! Didn't anyone tell you to stay on the path? A leprechaun said with a scold. Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't see your gold. Let me help you put it back in your pot. So I bent down to gather it up, when the leprechaun yelled out what he thought. Get away! Lay your thieving hands off me treasure! I'm warning you, put it down! I'll defend it by any measure! I told you, I didn't see it! Hey, wait a minute, where did you go? Ha <laughs> ha, I disappear. Where I am, you are never nor Um, okay, I can't see you, so I'll just put your gold back in the pot and be on my way. Then, poof, the leprechaun was back and said I was about to pay. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Guess this answer and I'll leave on my hat. What's rude, klutzy, and likes to steal? It now stands on me gold with its clumsy heel you are so rude wrong 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 the answer was so easy because it was you now you give me no choice i must do what i do and with that he took off his green top hat and rubbed his hands on his bald head i'm daring you step back now or i'll blow this dust and you'll be dead before i could even move he blew the dust straight into my face it stunk so bad, so I decided to get out of this place. You can't trick a trickster, so now I made you smell like a thief. You might have found me gold, but your time with it was brief, brief, brief. I ran away through the forest, plugging my nose, when suddenly I smacked into a troll. He was big, green, and very sturdy, and it felt like I ran into a pole. He frowned and looked very mean and I found myself feeling really scared. Excuse me, I didn't see you, but he said nothing and just glared. He looked like he wanted to eat me, so I quickly took off my pixie dust. I hoped it would make him happy, and I threw it at him with a thrust. The pixie dust hit him right on his big green nose, and the troll stopped slightly in shock. His frown instantly turned into a smile, and he began to talk. Uh, well, hello. My name is Guskus. Would you
1: like to join me for cookies and tea?
0: Yes, my name is Lou. I really shouldn't, but I am very hungry.
1: Great! Let's use this stump as a table. I love to share my food. Can I get you
0: anything else? Geez, I'm just in the best mood. We had some tea and cookies, but after a while, something seemed strange. The troll's face kept going from happy to grumpy, and I could tell his mood was about to change. It's so great to meet you. Wait, no,
1: I want to eat you. Wait, no, you're my best friend. Huh? What am I saying? This friendship's at an end. No, 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 you make me happy, and I want to share. No, I'm going to devour you, and I don't even care. Who are
0: you? And what are you
1: doing sitting here with me?"
0: It was then I knew that pixie dust was finished, and that it was time to flee. That's okay that you ate my cookies, because they're still going to
1: end up in my tummy. Humans are my favorite food, and you look awful yummy.
0: So I ran off through the forest, and I didn't know which way to go. The troll chased me and was getting closer, when all of a sudden I ran into a tow. This wasn't an ordinary toe, but at least ten times my total size. Ah, now I've got you, said the troll, and I could do nothing and close my eyes. I thought I was about to be eaten, but instead I heard the troll scream. He was flicked and flew off in the distance by the biggest hand I had ever seen.
1: Fi fi fo fum I smell
0: something. That will be yum. I laid there on the grass frozen as I watched the hand feel all around. Its huge fingers brushed over my body, and it seemed happy by what it found. They grabbed me by my shirt and pulled me way up high. Past the treetops I went, even past the birds in the sky. It was then I saw my captor. He was huge and hairy and green. He had trees growing from his skin, and he had a face that looked mean. I reached for the pixie dust again, but unfortunately it wasn't there. The giant held me up close to his face, staring at me with a confused glare.
1: (sighs) I was just about to eat you. But you smell of leprechaun dust. I guess I could have eaten that troll, but they have a taste that I disgust. Well, at least your smell will pass. I'll just have to be patient and wait. It's too bad because I'm hungry, and I know you're gonna taste
0: great. I kicked and screamed at the giant, but I couldn't get out of his control. He then lowered me down towards the ground and dropped me in a huge hole. His big eye covered the hole as he looked down at me and said, I'll be back for you in a while. Until then,
1: you just go to bed. Now I'll sing you a lullaby so that you fall asleep. Just stay here and rest. And don't you make a peep. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. I'll leave you now, but I won't go far. So go to sleep, little human, cause you're kinda stinky. you have my bite sized snack, about the size of my head. Pinkie. You might be tiny and stink And have a hairy head But you'll taste yummy going down And then you'll be dead Close your eyes right now And sleep in that hole After I eat you I'll find more cause I won't be full So good, now don't be scared, or cry, or frown. I'll
0: be back when you don't stink, and then I'll slurp you down. I then heard him walk away, and I didn't know what to do. There was no way I could climb out. That's one thing I sure knew. I laid there for a minute when suddenly I saw a tiny light. I went from almost wanting to cry to knowing everything would be all right. The light turned into two, then three, and even four. They kept coming down the hole, hundreds and hundreds more. It was then I saw there were fairies, glowing white with beautiful wings. They all sang a beautiful song and wore many beautiful things.
2: "'Fear not, my little Lou, for we are the fairies of the wood. "'We will take you out of this hole, for we help all that is good. "'And good is what you are. "'We've been watching you since you were born. "'You're kind, gentle, and sweet,'
0: she said, then she blew a horn. "'More fairies flew down in the hole, until it was so bright I could barely see.' They each flew down and whispered my name. They all knew me. Hello. Hello. hello, hello,
2: hello, hello welcome.
0: They swirled through the air, making patterns and shapes of light. My mom and dad appeared, then disappeared as the fairies took flight. They then made my little brother and more people that I know, followed by an explosion of lights that looked like a firework show. They landed on me one by one, their tiny hands taking hold. They struggled to fly me out, their wings beating as they pulled. Up, up, and out of the hole until they placed me on the soft ground. When poof, they were all gone because of a thunderous sound. giant was coming back his loud footsteps gave him away so i ran as fast as i could i had no intention to stay i ran deeper and deeper in the forest when the forest started to get scary i couldn't see the golden pathway anywhere so i turned around and looked for a fairy hello little fairies please come back i don't know the way out someone please help me Is what i started to shout
2: um excuse me but if you need my help you just have to ask finding me can be fun and it's not that
0: hard of a task oh hello again i didn't see you hidden there i know i'm supposed to follow the golden path but i can't see it anywhere
2: don't worry child it's right there to your right
0: the caterpillar was correct the golden path was behind the tree just out of sight thank you mr caterpillar by the way what's your name but when i looked back down he was gone mysteriously as he came i ran and didn't look back continuing to follow the golden trail when my running came to an abrupt end as i tripped over a long tail ouch that's really hurt said a voice somewhere to my right oh good you're just a child i thought you were another knight Out of the tall grass emerged a dragon with long horns and scales the color blue. My name is Rainier. Now may I ask, who are you? Oh, hi, Rainier. My name is Lou, and I'm trying to find the end of the forest now. I'd be happy to give you this necklace if you could kindly show me how. Hmm, that's very special. It's from the mermaids of the lake. That necklace for a ride out of this forest is a deal that I can make. Hurry, now climb aboard. The edge of the forest is very far. Good thing I know a shortcut. We'll head for the North Star. And with that, the dragon bent down his head. I climbed on and held onto his horns. They were difficult to grab on tight to because they felt like they were covered in thorns. Up, up, we shot towards the clouds. We passed through them fluffy and white. Higher and higher we soared, until the sky became dark as night. Now all I could see were stars, they sparkled in the most beautiful way. Each one surrounded in mist, and I heard the dragon say,
1: Reach out your hand and grab some, Stardust makes
0: a very precious prize. Don't let this occasion pass you, for that would be truly unwise. I squeezed the dragon with my thighs, and reached out both my arms so wide, I filled my pockets with the glowing dust, until I couldn't put any more inside. I have to make one stop, we're headed to the moon, Mm, there's nothing better to eat, I hope you brought your spoon. Eat the moon, what, I couldn't believe what he just said, we're going in too fast, it looked like we'd be dead slow down look out we're going to crash but the dragon just laughed and we hit the moon with a splash Woo-hoo! <laughs> the dragon was right who knew the moon tasted like a wonderful pie a beautiful glowing treat floating above us in the night sky okay just a few more bites don't eat too much or you'll be sick So I scooped up a couple more handfuls, and the dragon gave one last lick. He then dove down towards the earth and flew in between the trees, twisting and turning through the forest, which he seemed to do with ease. Look, Mr. Dragon, there's the giant. He tried to eat me. Well, I think we should teach him a lesson, wouldn't you agree? The dragon flew up above the trees and dove down shooting fireballs on the giant's head. His clothes caught on fire and the dragon laughed as the giant fled. He jumped into the sea and swam down to the ocean floor. I think we taught him a
1: lesson. He won't bother you anymore.
0: Did anyone else try to eat you during your forest stroll? Yes, there was one other bully. I think he was a troll. Ah, Well, let's go troll hunting. There must be one nearby and the dragon shot up in the instance, flying way up high. There he is, I see him. Down there, he's running away. Ha ha, I've got him now. He's really going to pay. The dragon swooped down and grabbed the troll by his head. No, you put me down, is what the troll said. I'll put you down, don't worry, where you'll never try to eat humans again. Your time in this forest is over, your tyranny is at an end. The troll kicked and screamed in anger as the dragon flew back up into space. He dropped him on a passing comet, you should have seen the troll's face. I don't think he'll ever bother you again, now we better get you home. I waved down to the prince of pixies, who was riding on my friend the gnome. We landed in a field on the edge of the woods. Where the golden path came to an end now this is where i leave you good luck my little friend i ran home and went straight to bed for i'd never been so tired before my mommy kissed me and tucked me in then gently closed my door it was dark as i laid in bed so i threw up some stardust up on my ceiling it twinkled and lit up my room and i fell asleep with the most magical feeling So the next time destiny calls, have the courage to give it a try. Follow your dreams, seize the moment, don't let it pass you by. Thanks for listening to the Storyteller Podcast, Kids Edition. That's it for I Was Running Through the Forest. If you like this series, then you'll love my shorter hardcover edition of I Was Running Through the Forest. It has beautiful hand-painted artwork by Polina Whitetail. All the characters from this podcast are in the hardcover, and there's a hidden caterpillar on every page that kids love to find. Get your copy now for only $5, exclusively on my Patreon page. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Adam James. Patreon is a place where people like you can support people like me. With your support, I can keep doing what I love, which is telling you and your children or grandchildren stories. For only a $5 donation, I'll send you a first edition copy of I Was Running Through the Forest. You'll also be able to download I Was Running Through the Forest as one combined copy to listen to wherever you want. Thanks for listening and for your support. Please don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast if you enjoyed it. I'll be seeing you all again soon, right here on the Storyteller Podcast, Kids Edition. Oh, by the way, don't forget to check out my other podcast, the Storyteller Podcast. There you'll find stories for adults and your older kids. Okay, I'm off to write and create my next story. Bye for now.